Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I am, of course, now Spain, and we are, of course, your fuck buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to that sound for a bit, because we're we're doing some dry boys this uh, fine January of 2020 of the Lord's year. Yep. I'm I'm sipping on a little McDonald's coffee right now, because it's um, the only place that's open, because it's Happy New Year's Day. It's true. And I'm I'm drinking some soda water from our soda stream. Prove it. And that's it. Calm down. Yeah, it was a lot louder. Honestly, it's yeah, it's been scary. <sighs> it was aggressive bubbles. So, do you want to apologize or should I? Uh, I think you should. No, you got this. No, 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 no. You brought it up. You should do it. No, I was bringing it up for you to make it easier for you. I mean, it was your fault, so you should do it. I'm not really sure it was my fault actually, but uh, okay, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, so Dame wants to say sorry. Sorry. No, like, honestly, we, we've been trying to be regular, but it's been a decade since our last episode. No, oh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Niles make it an early contender for best Nile joke. Yeah. Sorry, it had to be done. Better that we get it out of the way, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not your best joke, but hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Best joke this year? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Okay, I'm going to start us off. Uh, okay, well, before we do that, can I talk about my, my New Year's Eve ending? Uh, no. It's... So quite possibly the best way to start the year. Yeah, go for it. Um, Amanda and I were coming home, and we took a lift. Amanda home. and you? Yeah, okay. also Which Amanda. Um, and we were we were I don't remember what we were talking about. We were having a conversation. That's weird. In English, um, and this is pertinent for the next bit because a man, as we're walking to our apartment, uh, he was like, "Guys, excuse me for a second. Do you speak English?" And we were like, "Yes." And he's like, "Okay, cool. Well, I just want to say, I just have to say, fuck vaping, <laughs> fuck drugs." Uh, and I don't remember the other thing when he said was fuck something else. Um, and we were like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, I just broke up with my girlfriend and I just, I just really had to say that. And then he said something about like how his parents taught him English and, uh, and then once again reiterated that fuck vaping, mm-hmm. fuck drugs, mm-hmm. and then added, oh, fuck the smugglers. <laughs> I- Finding it hard to disagree with anything like, he's saying. Amanda and I, we were trying to, like, it was obviously he was very drunk. I would, or ironically, he probably vaked some smuggled drugs. And maybe. Um, and, like, it was a very genuine interaction. Like, he was really upset about these things. Um, and I don't know what it had to do with him breaking up. Yeah. Um, but she when was he, a drug smuggling vapor. I mean, maybe. Uh, and, uh, and then, like, as soon as he said, fuck the smugglers, Amanda and I just kind of, like, we just couldn't hold it in. We just started laughing, so we ran inside. No, did he did he find it funny? I don't think so. Well, yeah, I basically had a guy like put his arm around me on the street and just like follow me. Well, obviously because he was attached to me. Just tell me how he thinks Satan's a goof and how he's going to reject him all year. And if he was here, he'd try to kick him. Hell yeah! And I was like, I think I mean like if there's and, a, like, a the better guy was motto, clearly out of his out of his tree. But he was very sincere about the whole thing. Well, this is maybe it was this guy, dude. What? Maybe he was. Everyone was fucked up last night. I know. The amount of like, uh, I don't know. People were just being real funny. Um, but can we just go in with into 2020 mm-hmm. with that energy? One, fuck vaping, fuck vaping, fuck the smugglers, fuck smugglers, fuck Satan. Yeah. Well, he's a goof. Yeah. Let's not let's not be harsh. Well, I would kick him if he was here. I you try to try to kick him. Yeah. True. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun New Year's. Also, I'm just gonna say shout out to the two guys who were sitting beside us at the burlesque show who we don't have to complain about because they were actually chill. And yeah, I know. They, they actually respected women and were nice and it went well for them. And like, <laughs> it's great that we don't finally have to come in and be like, oh, look, these two douchebags we saw were just being assholes all night. Yeah. They were great. Go you guys. I would like to think they've listened to our podcast. I would hope so. That's just how I'm going to justify this. Yeah. I, I, will n- to- I will now take credit for every decent <laughs> human being on the planet. I'll just be like, oh, you must listen to our show. It's time for a question. It's question time. With your boys. Okay. This is this is just from a post I saw on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Uh, would it be cooler to Healy into the room before sex or to Healy out of the room after sex? Fuck. Me. So, I okay, I have two answers for this. One. Why not both? Um, no, well, yes. Okay. Yes. Three answers. Um, definitely Healy into the room, like a sort of uh, Bruce Almighty like just slide right on in. Mm-hmm. And then once you've taken off all your clothes, you heal out because you have implanted wheels into your actual heels. Oh, okay. See, that changes things. Because my answer was going to be healy out 
because you don't want to heal. Like if you're not in the room, you don't know what level of prep they're at. You know what I mean? Like, do they still have their clothes on? Maybe they're not even looking. You know what I mean? I'm like, sorry. You know, if you heely into the room, their clothes are off. Yeah, but you don't whether wanna, they want them on. Even then, you have to like heely in, and they're like, "Oh my god!" But then you have to like hold on, and you have to like take off your heelys, which you've obviously fastened quite securely to your feet because safety first. Yes, absolutely. Um, so it can kind of like detract from you know the momentum, mm-hmm. which like, and as you know, when healing, momentum, it's all about momentum. Right? Oh, 100 percent. Um, so that's why I was going to say leave the Healy because they're, they're lying there enraptured by your cock performance and you give them that look and you just, and just slide <laughs> you, out. You just put your shoes back on. Yeah. Yeah. Just nothing, just your shoes. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. No socks, nothing, just your shoes. But if you surgically implanted them into your own heels, then I would say you can just, you should be healing everywhere. Ev- yeah. Always never stop. Never yeah. not healing. You've. You've done the world a disservice if you're ever just walking somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I think that was solved. It. Yeah. Get uh, most efficient wheelies. Man, all mine are not on that level. <laughs> well, I do another one that doesn't necessarily. It's not even really a question. I just need to talk to you about this. This one right here. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I got go a few for weird it. Things I say that aren't even going to be really questions. Yeah. Okay. Hit so, me because like cool. all my questions are, are kind of heavy. So uh, you, you know who Sharon Stone is? Yeah. So apparently. Sharon Stone joined Bumble. Okay. Right? And Bumble blocked her because they thought it was a fake account. Mm-hmm. So she went to Twitter and was like, hey, guys, I literally did join this. Can I please? Like, you blocked me. And their customer service was like, oh, sorry, I guess. Like, you're so incredible. We thought you were a bot. Like, LOL. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you know, we'll sort it yeah, out. Yeah, 100%. Like, which is a really funny you, situation. If you see a celebrity, yeah. like, I would never, like, if I came across, you know, Alison Bree. Mm-hmm. On fucking Tinder, I'd be like, I'd be like yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, it's funny, actually. They probably get no swipes or just swipes from, like, ludicrously well, desperate, stupid people. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, I'm an optimist, and even I wouldn't be like, that's that's a real-life person. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that one, just a really funny situation. Never thought about, like, how it must be weird sometimes for celebrities to do normal things because people think they're fake. Mm-hmm. But then I came across this gem of a comment on the thread uh, by Stashes Stashes. Who says, hello, Sharon. If you're ever in Buffalo and kind of dig fat guys with mustaches, my DMs are open. Also own a car, willing to drive up to 25 miles, even if you just close by. Talk to you soon. Hell yeah. I love that he's putting qualifications on hooking up with who I would say is more or less like a, a sex icon at yeah. this point. Like, 100%. Because Sharon Stone is the one from... Uh, with the leg crosses, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Fatal... Uh, fatal attraction? Fatal legs. Yeah. Michael Michael Douglas, I believe, was also in that. Um, you know what I mean? It's like she's. I have I have a hard time believing that Sharon Stone is how hard is 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 hard up for. Yeah, uh, you dates. looked so good that Bumble thought you were fake. <laughs> but like, imagine someone being like, "Oh, hold on, hold on, let me just put in this address into my uh, Google Maps." Twi- mm, sorry, Sharon Stone. <laughs> If you could maybe maybe if you come maybe one, one mile, mile closer, this way. yes, then we'll then you might have the chance yeah. to take a look at this sweet sweet mustache, yeah, um, and maybe look at the car that I own, <laughs> which I'm, I'm just gonna doubt. It's great. I don't know why. It's he like a DM'd, Ford Taurus, like a he, 1998 Ford Taurus. Yeah, he tweets like a man who has a bad car. That's all I'm thinking. Anyway, yeah, that's just that's the thing I saw that I felt this was the appropriate uh, <laughs> venue to talk venue, about. Yeah, that's Sharon Stone. Enough. I hope you're doing all right. <laughs> I mean, even if not, like... If you, actually, if you need advice now that you're back in the dating pool, because I can only assume you're downloading it now because it's a recent thing, if you need some help, message your boys. Yeah, Sharon Stone, we will, we will hook you up. Yeah. Um, this comes from Reddit users Psycho Shampoo. Hmm. A girl I was hooking up with started crying. So I just had a girl come to my house who's told me that she was DTF, and we were making out, and things were getting more intimate, so I started feeling around her thighs, and she told me to go down on her. After a while... Though she told me to stop and started crying. And then she told me she was molested when she was younger, so she doesn't feel like doing anything. I understood her and stopped, but now I feel like a piece of shit because I triggered that for her. Like I need to be able to read messages better or something. I feel like there's no way you would have been able to discern that from anything else. Especially after they literally told you to do it. Yeah. Like, just first and foremost, don't feel bad. Well, obviously, you're going to feel bad. Like, someone crying. Yes. No matter how, even if you're just, like, in the room, you're going to feel like shit. But, yeah. like, doesn't mean it's fair to feel that way. 
And what what more could you have read unless you read their mind? Yeah. Like I wanted to bring this in because I think we talk a lot about people missing signals <clears throat> and a lot about people being trash human mm-hmm. beings. But like this is sort of the this is how you do interact with this kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she asked you to stop and you stopped. Yeah. I you mean. initiated sexual contact and she gave you she requested something from you mm-hmm. and you did it. And it's like you followed sort of like the paint by numbers way to yeah. to deal with consent and to mm-hmm. deal with these kind of issues. So like there's like you said, you're obviously like if someone starts crying in bed or, you know, it gets visibly upset or whatever, obviously you're going to feel bad mm-hmm. um, as long as you have any sort of empathy in your body. That's yeah. going to affect you. And you're yeah, for sure. You're allowed that to let that happen. But what you need to do is realize that, like, you didn't do anything wrong. If anything, you did literally everything right. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing is, they probably didn't even know that was going to trigger it because they probably wouldn't have asked if they didn't. Yeah, you know it, I mean, like, they, it wasn't even something that they necessarily knew. Like, even they probably don't know what their triggers are. And how are you supposed to? But, like, they, they asked for something, you did it. Then when they got upset and asked you to stop, you stopped. So, you know, at least they feel comfortable enough to talk to you and tell you something like that's pretty hard to tell i imagine yeah um and now on the bright side you guys can have an open discourse and a dialogue about it and like going forward you know listen to them like don't doubt what they're saying but at least now you know you can be like hey you can have a safe word or you can just be frank and like it yeah yeah take take the positives out of it and like at least you were there for that person and hopefully you can still be um, and there's also, there were a couple of things that I wanted to bring this because it's not really a question, but it is like a, a good discussion piece. Mm-hmm. Um, one, or like one was the, you know, you, you did all right. Two, um, from her point of view for advice for her, I was like, if, if this is the first time this has happened, um, this is a good cue that like now's the time to sort of maybe seek professional help to, to look into counseling and therapy to move through this because this isn't something that is going to get better with time. Because now that it's happened, it is now in your psyche. You know what I mean? And it is now sort of like that fear that it's going to happen again. It's just going to make it worse. Will make it worse. The same thing with like anytime, you know, if guys, you know, come too early or, you know what I mean? Like the second or if having you, that in your head for one time, time you don't get an erection or whatever. Like that's going to, that's going to be there and it's going to affect you for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. So now that this has happened, or at least now that this has affected a sexual experience you're probably always going to have anxiety that it's going to happen again mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten it w- it's going to happen again like yeah. anxiety and, and ptsd sort of go hand in hand in a really awful marriage of terribleness um so it would uh, it would be a good idea to to maybe seek out counseling and therapy mm-hmm. to help uh work through this and maybe not actively pursue uh, a sexual relationship until you kind of like sort that all out mm-hmm. um because it's it's only going to manifest poorly, I believe. Yeah, it's also a lot to dump on someone, especially someone you, you just, just met. If this is like a hookup like, scenario, that's kind of an impossible situation. Like, it's a very hard situation yeah. for for someone who, and like, a lot of people might not know how to respond to that, which could come across really badly, even if they're not intentionally being a dick. Yeah, they might just be blindsided and like awkward and you know un- unable to to deal with a situation like that because it is it's kind of out of left field and it's it's pretty heavy, right? Yeah. And, and like, if they're drunk or if they're, you know, anything, you, you just like, it might then be an even worse situation if someone reacts badly. Yeah. You know? And like, it, it is also okay, in my point of view, uh, to not want to pursue anything further with this person. Like, it, I think, I don't think I would see them again. Um, and I don't think, and it's not me being like, oh, I don't want damaged goods or any sort of like bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's also just like. It it's a that does take like it, it, in those kind of situations. It's obviously taking its toll on him as well. Mm-hmm. So to put yourself in like a mentally uh, exhausting or mm-hmm. mentally harmful position for the sake of someone else who is currently also struggling with a mental yeah. the thing is it, it problem. takes it takes effort and like it takes like effort and energy and care yeah uh, to to be there for someone who's dealing with that stuff and like at the start of a relationship, you don't really have any of those things because you barely know each other. Yeah. So it's a lot to commit when you don't have a commitment or even like necessarily that care behind you because they're a stranger, right? Yeah. And like, you don't know what the other person's dealing with. Like this guy could deal with depression or what, you know what I mean? Mm. He could, he has his own history where like adding this new layer or this new, uh, you know, situation could, 
could be super detrimental to his mental health. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I like, the, those are the big things that I want to talk about is like, if if you aren't aware of a pre-existing sort of you know condition like PTSD or something, I don't think as as difficult as it is and as as troubling as it might be for uh, the person who is currently suffering, if it's going to negatively affect your mental health, you don't owe it to anyone to suffer on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, we we talk about it all the time how like you do have to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. and it's and it's important to you know take care of your partners, and if you can offer support, offer support, but mm-hmm. if you can't. Yeah, uh, you, you don't sh- have to go into a deficit yeah, in order to make up for someone else's And if issues. you can't and you try or you like stay just because you feel like you have to, that's not going to make things better anyway. No. Because if you can't, you can't. No, because the, like, that's when the resentment starts happening. Yeah. And, you and know, like bad help is as bad as good as no help. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, even worse. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a tricky situation. And uh but yeah, you just you got to look after yourself on both sides of the table, you know. Yeah. And if you if you feel like you can help or commit to someone this way, by all means, yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Um, but like, you don't have to feel trapped in any situation on either side of the table. Like, you yeah. don't have to be sexually active if it triggers you. Yeah, right. Like, don't like, I, again I think, on oh, that side. Don't feel like you need to. Yeah. Um, because like we see it all the time, like on in media and stuff, or like in general life, like people getting upset like what about me like oh i wanted sex blah 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 blah. like and you're gonna obviously feel that way like even if uh anyway like you're always gonna want to please your partner or like feel like you can Mm -hmm. do whatever so don't feel like you need to do that if it's harmful or triggering for you obviously put that badly but you know what i mean yeah and it's like it's tough because you there's the whole idea of like like the question we had either the week before or last week where it was like the person who didn't want to break up with their boyfriend because of like the problem. Yeah. And it's like you you always feel like you're the asshole if you're, you know, breaking up with or not wanting to pursue something with someone who's already got, you know, a, a trouble or, or whatever mm-hmm. they're working on. Um, but it but it's, you know, you, it's not really your responsibility. Yeah. It's if if you are if you are in danger being a part of it then then it's not your responsibility to be like well fuck my life i guess Mm because now i'm i you know just happen to stagger into a relationship with someone who uh you know has has issues that they need to work through yeah well i uh like i stayed in my last relationship far longer than i should have because they were dealing with some health issues some family issues some school issues some work like you name it right everything was going pretty badly for them and despite the fact that they were treating me like shit i didn't want them to have more you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in my mind, I was, like, the one good thing. And I mm-hmm. was, like, at least, like, she comes home and there's someone, you know, who's made her dinner and someone who will, like, be there for her and talk to her and, like, be her support when she goes to, like, her family or, you know, pick her up from work because I know she had a terrible day or go to the hospital with her. Yeah. Um, And it just kept getting worse. And it was shit for me. And I should have just, I should have just been gone, you yeah. know? But, hey, lesson learned, right? That's the thing. And that's hopefully what we're here to do is... You know, teach you the lessons without having to go through them. Yeah, because it didn't make anything better for anybody. No, of course not. Um, yeah. All right. Ready for one? Yep. Uh, this is by your ex. Oh, shit. Which one? <laughs> this is on Reddit. Uh, how do you keep the mystery alive? It has been scientifically proven that women are more interested towards guys whose feelings are unclear. How do you keep it that way in the long run? Um, I think the, the number one thing that you could do if you, this requires a little bit of like disposable income, mm-hmm. uh, just disappear for a couple months on end yeah, or a couple weeks, a couple days, whatever, just, just fucking take off. And with that, you might have to take a hotel, have a separate apartment, um, and just, just fuck off for a while. Change your name periodically. Yeah. I think this person should jettison change, themselves change the locks. into the sun. Maybe. That's pretty mysterious. Yeah, it's like, what's more mysterious than that, right? Like, did you burn up? Was Maybe. that a sack of is, garbage that got launched? Yeah. Are, are you the same you, as a sack of garbage? Are like, you are you a Krypton? Are you powered? Are you powering up now by going yeah, to the sun? Yeah, like, that's the thing. Are you coming back? I don't know. I Kryptonian, like, not Krypton. Krypton's the name of the planet. God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Get the fuck out. Idiot! You've ruined this decade already. Uh, this is the dumbest shit. You're not going to have a long-term relationship with someone if... They don't know how you feel. I would love to Can know imagine, like, what like, scientific study you're talking about. That, like, I would promise you, again, I'm not a psychologist, so maybe there is some bullshit study. Mm-hmm. But, like, I imagine that people are more attracted to someone the more they get to know them. Yes. Because that's 
what I think, like, like we've talked about it before where it's like, you can see someone and not immediately be physically attracted to them mm. or whatever. But as you get to know them, yeah, you become physically attracted to them because of like their personality and mm. like stuff like that. So it's like, I highly doubt if I wasn't attracted to someone and then I learned nothing about them or found out that like bits and pieces yeah, just true. weren't true. Yeah. I like that would, that would repel me more than like yeah. any possible physical exactly. feature they could have. They could literally come in and like chisel off their nose and just be noseless Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I would prefer noseless Steve over a guy who's fucking mystery. Just like not saying mm-hmm. anything. But like, I, I, again, I'm sure this and that's study, not to say anything about people who don't have noses. I'm yes, just saying, um, I'm sure this study is like all studies are like skewed. I'm, I'd love to know who funded it. I'd love to know who participated in it. I'd love to know how they fucking figured it out. And I'd also love to know what the exact takeaway was. Maybe it was like when you initially meet someone and you're unsure. That's the thing. Like, because if you meet someone, they're like, I love you. Yeah, that's a turn off. Yeah. And like if you a, meet someone, they're like, fuck you. Yeah, you also know, a turn off. The air of mystery. I totally get it. Yeah, but you don't want to show all your hand, you know, mm-hmm. your whole hand on the first meeting. Yeah, I get that. But there is literally no way that a long term relationship exists like this. Yeah. And at if least it not does, a healthy one. not a healthy one at all. <laughs> if it does, it's gonna be toxic as fuck. Yeah. And if that's your plan, if your plan is to hide how you feel about someone from them in the hopes that they'll stay with you, yeah, you're fucked. How about just trying to be like, you know, a good partner? Yeah, one of the most—it's <laughs> wild. One I of know. the most reassuring things in a long-term relationship is the is knowing where people stand. Yeah, you that, know what I mean? That's the it's like knowing part, if like, they're upset, knowing if mm-hmm. they're currently, you know, dealing with their own things. If they're, if they're depressed they or sad. Your back. Like, yeah. That, they're, your, they're like half of you. You're it, a fucking team. Be, that should be like the, the constant in mm-hmm. your life. Like, the mystery in a long-term relationship is what you guys deal with together. Mm-hmm. That is the mystery. Life is enough of a fucking mystery. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. if, if that's what you're concerned about, like, you guys should be the, the constant that yeah. holds it all together. And then whatever you deal with together is the mystery. Yes. And guess what? It'll There will be mystery. You'll have some bullshit. Yeah. You don't need to also go through that bullshit being like, oh, what does she think? What does he think? Like, does he does he actually like me? Is he yeah. cheating on me? Is That's, that his real yeah. name? Just like, is he coming back from the sun? Just every now and then being like, oh, I'm aloof now. That's yeah. Like, if, if someone was doing that to me, I would assume that they were like... I would dump their they ass were, so hard because I, I don't want to deal with that shit in my life. I would be well, so concerned, you know what I mean? I would be like, are you depressed? Because, like, that's one mm. of the, the major signs of depression mm. is, like, uh, apathetic behavior and, like, you know, uh, if you get uh, lethargic and stuff like that. But if, like, if that's just your gambit to seem more mysterious, yeah, I, yeah, I, would, I would get over that real fucking fast. There's some really dumb fucking comments. Of course there is. Is this from Seduction? It is. Yeah. Um, are you ready for this? Yep. This is by no. a this is by a lady. Uh, someone says basically one of the first things like be an attractive guy. Okay, cool. Uh, and then they're like, make sure you have a lot of female friends so that they're terrified because you just basically have a group of women you can pick and choose from and leave her at any moment. Uh, yep. Then this woman replies, "I room for the hills from men with tons of female friends." Someone said, "Why?" He goes, the same reason you might know better than to pursue a relationship with a girl who has a lot of guy friends. Dudes with loads of female friends are low-hanging fruit. Regardless of how attractive they are, anyone who values themselves knows these men aren't worth emotional investment. In a roundabout way, these other women are being okay with only friendship indicates A, how many women think he's a joke, and B, how he spends and values his time. Bottom line is, if no one can take this guy's time seriously, not even himself, why should I? I'll pass. What? What? This is the craziest thing I've ever fucking heard. I know. It's like you literally can't... Like, if you're friends with someone, obviously you're a piece of shit because you're not worth them dating you. So you're such a joke that they're just your friend. What? Does this person have friends? Do they know what it is? Friends isn't like a consolation prize because you didn't get to date. Like, friends is amazing. The show and the thing in life. (laughs) Anyway, it's just fucking batshit. There's more. This one person, I think they're a lunatic. I don't know. But, I mean, this just goes to show, like, the current state of dating is, like, everyone has overthought every minute detail of just human mm-hmm. relationships and human contact yeah. and human interaction that that it's, it's so fucking buck wild that if everyone just took, like, seven steps back, mm-hmm. everyone would be so much fucking happier. Yeah, just, like, if, if I met a girl with a bunch of guy friends, that would be a good thing. Be a good sign. People would look, like, ugh, just, I can't. Yeah. Can't deal with it. I mean, like, I... I mean, not now, but like growing up, I always had predominantly more female friends. Yeah. 
And well, I, you I would even you don't take yourself I would, seriously. I would assume if I was a woman and I saw a dude who was capable of maintaining platonic female mm-hmm. relationships, I'd be like, oh, cool. You're you not respect act- women. Yeah, you're not actively trying to fuck every woman or think that because you're friends with women mm-hmm. that you have a right to further that into a sexual relationship. Yeah. That's I think that's like the biggest green yeah, flag it's... and it's rare that we get them these days uh-huh. that like it, being able to have platonic relationships that aren't strained sexually is is a yeah. great sign I, this person does not know what they're talking about they might have to be the new dad yeah it sounds like maybe we should hook them up just <laughs> constantly out mysteriousing each other they yeah. should never see each other it's perfect <laughs> um, this comes from reddit user Medusa Medusa uh, Way up, but like spelt differently. Oh, okay. Like Medusa. Oh. Um, Speaking of mystery. Right? Uh, my 25-year-old female partner, 24 male, of eight years watched a porn video and is convinced the girl in the video is me. I have been so confused and hurt for the past day since he messaged me the video followed with, we're done. The girl in the video is of similar race to me, and her lower half looks a bit like mine, but that is where the physical similarities end. The video is in a very high quality, but you can make out she has a different nose, hair, face in general, only her jawline is similar. Uh, he doesn't listen to sense. He says her moans sound distinctly like mine, and it sounds a lot like my voice. He believes it could have been me from when I was around 16, just before we met. I have denied it, sent him various print screens, proving it isn't me, such as nose differences, she has nipple piercings, and she has a gap in her teeth, which I don't, etc. He still won't believe me. I am in shock. After eight years of being together, he can't seem to recognize me. I am completely lost. I've gone as far as to try to locate the original actress, but to no avail. I've I've also sent the video to close friends to see what they think, um, and they have uh, strongly disagree that or strongly agree that it, it's not me. Um, any advice would be any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Update: The girl in the video looks to be in her early twenties. He's convinced it's me at sixteen. I had my first tattoo at seventeen. The girl has no visible tattoos. Dump this guy. Like, this is wild. The guy is super racist. Firstly. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks everyone of whatever ethnicity you are looks the same. Yeah. He's also upset that something that happened before, even if it was true, which it isn't, it's something that happened before you guys met. Who gives a fuck? And also, let's and talk also, about the fact... 16? He thinks, he's watching porn with a 16-year-old. Like, yeah. He's looking at porn and being like, that girl's definitely 16. There's no way that girl is not underage. Yeah. That's insane. Like, it's just... it. Well, yeah, I... It's wild. I actually had this question as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah. I'm like, it, it just, it's just ba- baffling. I yeah. don't know. But like, all of this is good news because dump his ass. Yeah. He seems one crazy, two an asshole, three, like... I mean, yeah, like the only real reason I can see this being a thing is like he's just looking for his like easy way out. Maybe. He wanted to break up and was like, close enough. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> yeah. Just gets out like the the skin shade chart. And it's like, well, that's close enough. Let's see what happens. Yeah, um, yeah I wouldn't like don't don't stress about this. And yeah. like, obviously, an eight year relationship, it sucks that this is the way it's going mm-hmm. down. But that just means like that just proves how much you need to be out of this. If, yeah. if eight years means nothing in the face of him just being like, wait, it could be. Yeah, I mean, like, like worst case scenario is that like this is a legit like he literally thinks this is you mm-hmm. and does not believe you. Which also I, after is bullshit. eight years, yeah. if you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. and also if it was you, there are bigger issues at hand. One, if you were sixteen and this was uploaded, like, that's a legal issue. Yep. Secondly, he's been watching it, so legal issue. Thirdly, like, you didn't know him yet. Yeah. Like, it, there's just so many things that even if it was you, so much more to think about than this. Yeah. And the fact that it isn't just blows this. Up near the guy we burned in the sun last question. Like, it's up there in terms of just insanity. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it should have been like, hey, let's, we watch it together. I could be like, pause, stand beside. Yeah, not me, dude. Yeah. And then it should be like a, haha, oops. Yeah. Like, that should be, that should have been the situation. If you're actually, like, convinced it's your girlfriend mm-hmm. in porn or your partner in porn. Yeah. Um, you just say, like, to, hey. To then just be like, no, it is you, no matter what you say, yeah. no matter what evidence you have yeah. on the contrary. Despite the fact that you've even told me, like, I don't know. It's it's such a wild fucking situation. Yeah. I, I assume there's some kind of, well, either, like, just crippling insecurity or 
it I, like you said it's it's an excuse yeah you know maybe it's he the only did thing something and of. now he's like oh this is a way for me to seem like the good guy you did a porn video oh nope you're the bad one bye but i also cheated haha <laughs> lol you know there's, yeah. i feel like either this person is just cripplingly insecure and like just is down in his male ego just like crying yeah. in his little the fact like, that, man like, prison that someone who kind of looks like you're like yeah, very like, vaguely looks like you has also had sex like if that is how fragile years ago, nine years ago yeah if that's like, how fragile everything is, is yeah. like if if he can't handle the you concept the best of, of days he of, doesn't deserve <laughs> like if you can't sort of conceptualize the idea that someone who kind of looks like you has already had sex like yeah what yeah like it's insane. Just like you are literally uh, doing yourself so much of a favor. Because the thing is, this is indicative of like him as a whole. There's going to be other fucking issues. At one point, he's going to like see someone walking down the street holding hands with a guy and be like, they look like you. You motherfucker. Are you cheating yeah. on me? It's like, I don't I'm, care if you're literally yeah, right beside me. I'm I don't standing care. beside you. Oh, really? I see you holding his hand right over there. Like it, that's. I would say that looks like your skin tone. <laughs> I would. I, I would bet it. Yeah, maybe maybe just take him to get glasses or something. Is that the issue? It's 2020, <laughs> fix his eyesight. <laughs> um, it's send him a prescription for contact lenses and on the note it says you can also see your way out. See yeah. yourself to the door. Yeah, it's uh cuz you dumped. You fucked up real hard and you can go fap to that lonely video. This thing is like I it was something as wild as this this far into a relationship. I imagine this has happened before, and not this specifically, but I mean like yeah. a, a, a move in which he has accused you of doing something, and then you have groveled, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, or begged and pleaded for him to forgive you, or yeah. whatever it is. Because like that's this, this level of insecurity doesn't come from nowhere. Yeah. So I'll bet there was like, a, what'd you text that person? There's other meanings to you saying K. What is that like? Yeah. Why? Why is there nothing else? Is it because you're worried that or if like, you say you know, too many things? You stay out too late yeah. one night, or you know what I mean? It's like it, like. It doesn't seem like there's much because this mm-hmm. literally isn't a thing. Or like if you watch, he's just, like he's created this. So like, I'm sure if you've ever, you know, studied with a dude who he doesn't know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, how many friends, how many male friends you have on Instagram or Facebook or something? I'm sure there are like, I, I cannot believe that it's gone eight years and all of a sudden this comes yeah. out of nowhere. And if it does, then again, I think it's like something happened on his end and he's yeah. trying to make it right for him or like his like reputation when you guys break up yeah because now he's not the bad guy um 100% have have you guys ever watched a movie with like a similar like someone of a similar background as a main character and did he spend most of the time looking at you with narrowed eyes and then back at the screen like IMD being yeah like just being like this movie came out in the 80s and you look way too young to be not born yet (laughs) what uh what did your name used to be what before you changed it I didn't change okay sure yeah 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 he's like looking you up on fucking Actra like hmm. yeah. like this this person uh, is just has lost it he's and like, you need to lose them <laughs> just being like wait a minute when you crossed your legs in Fatal Attraction <laughs> uh yeah fuck this dude get out yeah this there's no just like they're that's dangerous levels of like Aggression and self-denial. Yeah, gaslighting? Like, yeah. Like, like, this is... This he's, is like, t- he's telling you you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's literally made something up and yeah. then is now... Now you've sent a porn video to your friends and been like, is that me at 16? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. This is... Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, like, honestly, what... What could you possibly do at this point to, like, repair the relationship? You need to reenact the thing and show that you can't lift your leg that high. But then no, he's gonna be like, just break up with him, and then constantly send him Snapchats of you just fucking, mm-hmm. and just be like, "This is me in porn. This is like, here's here's some reference videos." Ooh, I dump mean, him. Don't do that. Dump him, and then when he asks to get you back, send him three pictures of people who have a similar like skin color or whatever, <laughs> and be like, "Okay, I'll have you back if you can pick which one of these is me." Yeah, and he'll be like, Shit. "Yeah, do a lineup. Yeah, do yeah. like a police style lineup." He'll be like, "Ooh." Mm, <laughs> mm. His head just explodes. All right. What a fucking dumb fucker. Okay, you ready? Uh-huh. This is by Throw R.A. Gay okay. on relationship advice. I, 45-year-old male, walked in on son, 16-year-old male, having gay sex, and he's become quite awkward and distant. 
So we go, my friend, my son had one of his really good friends over for a sleepover and went up to his room to ask if they want dessert. Normally, if it's just my son, I knock because privacy, but it was him and his friend, so I figured I didn't need to. It's an hour or so later than I normally go up, and I guess that's probably why they let their guard down. Anyway, I open the door, my son's getting bonked by his friend. They don't know if I reacted well, but not badly either. I said something like, oh fuck, and shut the door. I waited for 20 minutes to see if they would come say anything, but they didn't, so I went to bed. I woke up the next morning, his friend was gone, my son looked scared and tired. I don't think he slept that much, and I can blame him. It's kind of awkward, eventually he was like, yeah dad, I'm gay, and friends of my boyfriend of two years. Surprised by that, but in a nice way, I guess. Him being gay wasn't a surprise, I've always suspected, to be honest. I didn't say that, of course, and was like, okay, cool, love you no matter what, I don't care who you like. Since then, he's been very awkward and barely said a word, or looked at me. I've even tried to talk, but it ends up a short and awkward conversation. Is it just natural awkwardness and embarrassment? Hell, I'm sure if my dad saw me having sex, I would have faked my death and moved to Mexico or something. They asked if he wanted to bring his boyfriend for dinner slash sleepover in a more official boyfriend capacity. He seemed to perk up, said that would be cool, so maybe things are getting less awkward. Is this awkwardness natural, or should I be doing something different? I'm also going to buy him a lock for his door, tell him I won't feel comfortable doing it in the house of his boyfriend, rather than some dark alley, but I'm not sure how to word it well, and also make the conversation less awkward. Any advice is appreciated. Yeah, I'm giving the ages of the, the son 16? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I think this is more back in line of, like, my first question, where it's like, I think you're doing everything right. Yeah, um, right? Like, you've... Like, I, I can't imagine Hats any... off to this person so far, because, like... The only, literally, the only thing I probably would have done is not gone to sleep without talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have just been like, well, sort this out later. You know? However, uh, can you imagine, go, like, at what point do you go back up? Well, you know I, mean? I mean, I'm sure they didn't finish. I'm sure they weren't like, oh, your dad just caught us. Better keep fucking. So, you know what I mean? Like, I... I'd want to finish. <laughs> it's because you're a scumbag. Um... I think I think like a, a very courteous like five ten minutes for them to like maybe send them a text up. be like hey can we can we have a little chat yeah or like um or just go back like you know he's in there just knock on the door and be like hey guys when you're ready I'd like to talk I'm not mad you're not in trouble mm-hmm. uh but you know we need to discuss some things also awkward though with the friend there and that's the thing I I'm would like- I would maybe be like um you're very welcome to sit down. Cause like, it might also like his parents might not know he's out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I think as, as a parent, I would want to know where they both stood because I wouldn't want to be like, mention it. Yeah. And yeah. then this kid who has like a super conservative family gets kicked out or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think, I think it's super like, also if I was a gay 16 year old and my boyfriend's dad is like, Hey, I got you guys. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in your corner. I think that would be one of the most reassuring things. Totally, you know? yeah. Even in like, all my heterosexual, anytime the parent has been like, I like you. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, there's, if if my fucking like girlfriend's dad had been like, yeah, you guys can fuck. It's cool. It would have been the best. I know. I would have actually been able to take my clothes fully off. and not just like, you know, slide the jeans down and have awkward like doggy style. Yeah. I'm great. Um, so I, I do totally agree. I do also understand why maybe he didn't. You know what I mean? Because I guess, like, you don't want to embarrass them further, and then the longer you leave it, maybe they're back there in bed, and you're like, ugh, fuck it. So I can see how that happened, yeah. but that's pretty much the only... Yeah, I mean, that's that's the only thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been a teenage boy. I I was an idiot. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know what I was doing half the time, and the, and the fact that, like, I was kind of a dick to my parents when I was, a, like, a 16-year-old, um, and I had no fucking reason to be, mm-hmm. Um so yeah, uh, yeah, he's a teenage boy. He's going to be awkward and it's mm-hmm. going to be weird. And like talking to your parent isn't exactly like a teenager's yeah, number that, one favorite activity. So I'm sure is, like he probably like you need to be proactive in this situation because he's not going to be the one to be like, hey, dad, like let's clear the air because he's 16 and he's terrified. And also yeah. like if he didn't tell you he was out before now when you caught him, he wasn't ready to tell you yeah. probably because he was terrified. So yeah. he's probably still terrified. And also, can, like, know. think how, again, I don't know their past relationship, but it's like, how many, like, heart to hearts did you guys have prior to this? Mm-hmm. Was it just always sort of a very casual, like, how was school? How was, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I don't know the relationship beforehand, but mm-hmm. it's like, you could also be seeing this filtered through the lens of the fact that you caught him having sex with his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just going to add layers of, of awkwardness to it. So it's like, the actual interactions might not be all that different or at least not like in terms of like brevity, mm-hmm. it might just be, you know, 
that you're now overthinking it. Because, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. That's another thing. Because like, like I, I don't remember I having have... many conversations. Yeah. Like I was 16. We, like, would, we would talk about up? our Nothing, days. Nothing, mom. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> get off my case, mom. We would talk at the meals. Yeah. And then before bed and, and in the morning and like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, we would just be like, have a good night. Good morning. Mm-hmm. This I, is what I'm doing. Don't forget I, to do the dishes. <laughs> like that kind of yeah. stuff. I think you need to just bring it up to him and be like, hey, so, you know, like, I'm sorry I didn't knock the other day, by the way. And then be like, okay. And be like, look, I hope, you know, I don't want you to feel awkward. Like, whatever. It happens. You're a growing boy. And then maybe mention like, look, if you guys want to do that again, that's fine. I will knock in future. Um, and then just be like, so how'd you guys meet? Like, ask about him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, make, normalize it. Be chill. And depending on, and like, Run through safe sex. If you haven't mm-hmm. had that talk, definitely. Yep. I, I don't know where you're living. Uh, sex education varies wildly, mm-hmm. especially in the any. States. Uh, and that's the thing. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't even know what the sex ed is in our, like our school now. Because I know it was gutted and well, redone. Yeah. And, and Well, sex doesn't exist anymore since Ford's in office. Yeah. Well, I mean. Does he know sex exists? Oh, he knows sex exists. I just don't think he wants to believe that gay sex exists. And that's the but thing. Like, it's he like, also doesn't want any sex ed. Maybe it's just because he's like he doesn't believe in it. Much like that person in the video, he he's like gaslighting all of us. Like it doesn't exist. Like just because yeah. you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Um, it's it's important to to run that through because again, I don't know. And also, like depending on the the social atmosphere of where you live, mm-hmm. perhaps some safety concerns. You know what I mean? Like if you live in a very conservative, very you know not gay friendly area, mm-hmm. maybe you know. It's it's not the best way, and I don't like. I would I would hate to have this conversation of like telling my kid, "Hey, please be careful. There are people who want to hurt you mm-hmm. for the sake of." But also, you're just letting them know that if there are any issues, that you are a phone call away. Yes, you yeah, know? exactly. Like you literally, 100 percent support them, and to yeah. never feel worried about contacting you because that's the last thing you want is for someone to be in a bad situation. Exactly. And be like I can't call my dad, and knowing knowing that he has a safe place to have sex is going to eliminate so much of the danger mm-hmm. because I know when I was in high school, uh, it wasn't really cruising. It was sort of like cruising junior, mm-hmm. um, the prequel to cruising, um, where it was like kids would go out into like wood lots and like yeah. abandoned lots and like that kind of shit to have sex. Cause they didn't want their parents to know. Yeah. Um, and all it takes is like, you know, a roving group of dudes who, yeah. who are person, idiots and place. assholes who, decide to beat you guys to death with fucking bricks or whatever because like you know they're scared of their own sexuality or yeah. you know any number of reasons why homophobia exists yeah so i just i think you need to talk about it. like nothing's gonna get on awkward by ignoring it yeah like the more you talk and have like a frank discussion and just like acknowledge it you know what i mean like just be like hey like again i'm sorry i didn't knock Blah, blah, blah. Like, just get it out there and stop, like, withholding it because the more you kind of, like, gloss over it, the more awkward it's going to get. Yeah. And he's not going to bring it up because he's fucking 16. And it's going to get to the point where you get almost comfortable back into your old routine mm-hmm. where, like, you're now in the point where, like, well, I can't bring it up now. That's the thing. The longer you leave it, the harder it is to bring it up. Yeah. Like, you can't be like, hey, remember two years ago when, like, <laughs> yeah. You, it's the same with, like, I don't know, like, anything, really. Like, I find a lot of people Yeah, have any, this, any tough conversation. Yeah. Um, you, is, the longer it goes, the worse it gets. So just broach it, and like he will be relieved. Yeah, you know you'll I'm, be relieved. This thing is like I, I can't imagine. Uh, again, I'm I'm trying to empathize here because I I am a straight man, uh, and I always have been. Um, but I can't imagine anything more reassuring than your parents being in your corner and being mm-hmm. like, "Hey, man, that's fine. I I love you no matter what. I want you to be safe, and I want you to have the opportunities that." That everyone else that I did when I had a kid, so like, bring him over. Let's have dinner together. Let's get to know him. Um, presumably, you know this kid well enough if he's been his best friend. Yeah, for a long enough Two time. Years, right? Obviously, you guys have probably had dinner together, or you know, gone out to McDonald's or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm sure you guys have done things before, but it's also like it's a different thing when you now realize that there's a, a different, yeah. uh, you know, chemistry between them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's really, really cool. cool. I think you've done a to. really, really cool thing here in, yeah. in supporting him and being there for him and trying to embrace his relationship with his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think it's it's uh, you know a a good beacon for other parents to follow. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I think this is it's like a it's almost perfect what yeah. you've done. So literally just make it absolutely perfect. Yeah, just your, like, your instincts are there. Just follow. Them. Yeah, 
Um, and uh, and like mm-hmm. I think I think as long as your your compass is being guided by the love of your son, mm-hmm. you're you're gonna do him right. Exactly. Um, and and it's it's apparent that you you do love him and you are doing it right. Yeah, it is apparent. It's his dad. Oh man, the Nile jokes. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna bring another thing just to talk about really quickly. Okay. Uh, have you heard of Swipe Night? Uh, um. So I have two ideas. Okay. One, mm-hmm. it's the hero that Tinder needs. Ooh. Two, it is a purge-style night in which you say yes to everybody. Oh, shit. Or no to everybody. Well, then, it's the same as every other <laughs> No <night. laughs> getting laid. So, this is a thing that debuted, I think, in October on Tinder, but I think it was just in America, which is why I never heard of it. I don't know why or how I found this, because it just popped up, but... It is effectively a post-apocalyptic video series on Tinder where you are presented with Bandersnatch-like, you know, choose-your-own-adventure options, and you go through different videos, and then, like, choices show up, and you play your way through this post-apocalyptic, like, disaster, and then get matched with people who made the same choices you did. That is the fucking coolest shit. Right? It's directed by a girl, me and Tristan Amanda! <laughs> We're done! Um, me, and, me and Tristan used to work with a girl who's now Drake's director Like, so she did like yeah. uh, God's Plan and all that shit and she did all the videos for it and it sounds awesome Yeah, I just thought we'd talk about it like man online dating got so cool like, I know right where was this when I was fucking like 19 yeah I or, had to fucking know, 15. get on plenty of fish I had a plenty of fish account <laughs> that's bad even, that even, even I was never there that doesn't even make sense <laughs> no this is the worst name for a dating site <laughs> You know, now that I think about it, it's just like, all I imagine is just like coming home, it's just like a little too many fish on your table. It's like, oh, that's the thing. It's so, like, yeah, it's that like, is plenty of fish. It's just plenty of fish. It's just a barrel of fucking fish. Just a bunch fish. of them. Just yeah. like some, you know, some big Slavic man is just like, fish. It's like, it's not what you want. Fish aren't even good. It's like, absolutely not what fish? you want. <laughs> even as a pet, like, they don't really do anything. No. Even as food, it's like, I don't want plenty. I want like a bit every now and then. Yeah. You know, if it was plenty of steaks, maybe. You know? <laughs> plenty of beef. Oh I'm sure that's a gay dating site. It's got to be. <laughs> if it's not, it, it is an LTM. Yeah. So, yeah, this, I don't know. If it, it was Justin great. McElroy, I would have just bought plentyofbeef.com. Yeah. Well, like, it, it just sounds so fun. Like, the, uh, even all the actors are like, I really hope that I'm going to be, like, an honorary best man at the wedding because everyone, like, choose my chose my route. Isn't that cool? I don't yeah. know. I just wanted to bring it up. But also, we now need to write a graphic novel about a Tinder vigilante called White or Swipe Night. Sorry, I'm currently seeing how much plenty of beef.com will cost. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can get plenty of beef.ca for a dollar. Oh, you, I think you might have. I'm going to get it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is how it begins. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Well, there we go, guys. This is the first of our good decisions we're making this year. Yeah, so now, uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, 2020 is going to be a big year for us. I feel oh, it. Yeah. Deep in my balls. Deep in my beef. I got plenty of it. Deep in my plentiful beef. Um, it's it's cool. This is going to be our second full year of doing this. Like, you know, yeah. we, did a, we did a full year last year, and it's going to be another full year. Yeah, none of that half-year bullshit yeah, from fucking that. 2018. Yeah. <laughs> Weak. <laughs> Weak. Um... So thank you very much for everyone who's stuck with us, everyone who's joined us, everyone mm-hmm. who's currently, you know, if this is your first episode, hey, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, if you want to get a hold of us or send us a question, you can find us on various social medias and sites. Um, you can find us at uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. You can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at uh, fbuddiespodcast.com and plentyofbeef.ca. <laughs> um, and... Uh, it's it's uh we're waiting for your questions anyone you send it to uh we will try to answer your question as soon as we can um so thank you very much thank you josh eagle and the harvest cities for their song paper stars um oh shit i got another thing so hinge on twitter are doing a thing called dump or deal like as in you'll deal with them or you'll dump them if this comes out i'm gonna throw one at you okay they still believe in santa claus deal hell yeah (laughs) all right hit me with some sex writing hell yeah oh Oh, no. Niles pulled out the most unholiest of books. Oh. Oh.
Stephanie's body was on fire. The little devil had slipped his finger down her crack while he talked and then shoved it up her asshole when he, been talk when he began talking about fucking her tail. His lewd, obscene suggestions had her mind reeling. She wanted him. Oh, dear heaven, how she wanted him. He knew just how to turn her on. She wanted to take his cock in every hole in her body, feel it in her cunt, up her ass, and in her throat. She reached down and placed her hand on the hard bulge at his groin and squeezed him affectionately. Now he was rubbing her clitoris again, and she thought she was going to go right out of her mind. Can we? The boy persisted in a hoarse whisper. Can we have a real sex party? Oh, I'm sick of fake sex parties, man. Can we just commit to 2020? No more fake sex parties. It's true. That's it, man. Fuck vaping. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck smugglers. smugglers. Fuck Satan. Fuck fake sex parties. No, Satan's a goof. Let's not be harsh, right? He doesn't deserve I'm, it. I'm putting him in there. In my, at least in my 2020 manifesto. That's fair. Um, you got some Dan? Uh, I'm pretty sure I do. Dan says, How to get your ex back when she doesn't have feelings for you. That sounds like a crime. Yeah, that sounds like kidnapping, probably. So, I wanted to bring 2020 with a different energy from Pornhub. Yeah, fuck smugglers. <laughs> um, every, every, um, every year, or every episode, I mean, I guess every year, um, I, I, I search through Pornhub and find quality comments to wash the, the filth of Dan from her mouth. Like an after, after podcast mint. Um, and this week, uh, the, the, the comment comes from Beanmaster46. Hell yeah. And he says, or they say, well, she, she has said. some massive bahungala hungers. Can you read that word again? She has some massive bahungala hungers. Bahungala hungers? Well, sorry, maybe uh, bahungala... Yeah, Bahungala Hoongers, can maybe. Yeah, you sure can. Bahungala Hoongers. Bahungala Hoongers. Well, new word for the year. Yeah. We can never say titties. Titties, boobs, breasts. Out. Bahungala Hoongers. <laughs> yeah, they're all out. They're 2019. Yeah. In for 2020. Bahungala Hoongers. We're 2020. They're 2000 and late. <laughs> Damn, Fergie. My name is Dane Miller. And I am, of course, now Spain. I don't know why I keep saying, of course. And we are, of course. <laughs> and we are, of course, your plenty of beefs. <laughs>